um, again, <laughs> thanks for tuning into Unicorn Finders. Um, our goal for this podcast is to find a unicorns in tech. Um, no matter what they do, we want to find cool people doing cool things. Um, today's session, the Wednesday live session, is actually we started this because we started this podcast a year ago this month because yeah. we were all lonely sitting at home and we were all really good friends. And we said, why don't we create a podcast as an excuse to hang out with each other? And so that is what our Wednesdays are. Wednesday mornings are live where me, Jake, and Dan can get together, talk about random things, and hang out with you all. So again, thank you all for tuning in. Real quick intros uh, before we get started. Jake, give an intro about yourself for the people who do not know who Jake Shepard is. What is up? Yeah, we need to, it's it's resetting, right? It's we're still I'm still counting this as New Year, right? We're still yeah. month two, but just just now waking up, really. Right. So yeah, Jake Shepard. I am from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I'm saying from now, been here 11 years. And uh, I lead an engineering division for uh, our company here, Vaco, um, called Vaco Built. We build lots of cool stuff. Got some incredible engineers, way smarter than I am, thank God. Uh, that make, make the computers go beep, boop, boop. And uh, um, I'm also uh, uh, on the board for a couple nonprofits here, tech driven, um, especially around bringing big passion for me is to bring uh, education into underserved communities um, as it pertains to STEM education and uh, specifically software engineering. And uh, so sit on the board and, and uh, sponsor some of those here. Shout out to Hackathon Junior and our, my sweet friend Rose Lorenzo, which I owe you a call back, by the way. You are listening right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Other than that, chasing three kids around. I love it. Dan. I love it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Dan. I help lead our uh, technology practice down here in Tampa, Florida, over at Vaco. Uh, we, similar to what Jake does, we do some consulting projects. We focus a bit on app dev, business intelligence, uh, cloud-based stuff. We also do some executive searches. Uh, that's where uh, kind of my bread and butter is in that director, VP, CIO, CTO search level. Uh, but outside of that, um, big wine guy, big bourbon guy. Um, I try to play golf every once in a while. Um, mm -hmm. I'm involved in a bunch of different stuff here in the community. I really try to be involved. Similar with Jake in STEM education, I sit on the board. Uh, I actually chair the board for Hillsborough County Public Schools, which is the county Tampa's in. Uh, dealing with all of their IT education. So super excited about that. Uh, sit on a couple other boards that focus on economic development and trying to bring business uh, and companies to underserved and underutilized areas, uh, doing a bunch of great stuff up by the USF uh, area. And an announcement in a, in a couple of weeks, I'll let you guys know, but uh, I'm, I too may be going back to school here in the not too distant future. So uh, exciting stuff going on in my end. So nice. Dan, Dan can be more obnoxious about Florida Gators than he already is. Um, so, oh yeah, I do that too. Yeah. My name is Taylor Dessen. Uh, for those of you who do not know me, I kind of do all things recruiter stuff here in Nashville, lead a team of nine, um, try to make sure we don't suck at our jobs. Um, and then also do the podcast. I'd have obviously my guidance counselor, Two dollar live show that I do every morning as well. Um, so again, very excited to be here with you boys. Um, so uh, a few more drop-ins. Bettina, it's good to see you. Clay, great to see you, man. And then as always, John, good to see you. Thank you again for tuning in, y'all. We appreciate it. Again, our whole job, I talk about this on my guidance counselor show, but this as well, this even more so, that we want this to be a community for others, right? So, so if yep. people comment in the DMs, comment in the chat, connect with them. You know, connect them on LinkedIn. Use our show as a platform to leverage uh, a connection. So again, thank you all for tuning in. So let's get into the show about asking and why you should ask. And, and, and 
what are some like how that has propelled you in your career and so the the first thing that i want to go ahead and kick this off with me is that asking has radically transformed um my ability to meet people especially with this podcast right i did not know who ryan burgess is who we're getting tomorrow until i just slid into his dms and asked kelly vaughn i've admired her from afar on twitter no idea who she is she doesn't know me from adam i dm'd her and we're having her on so i will tell you this People are incredibly kind. I put out this content a lot. Every, I, the one thing with the pandemic, and, and boys, I'm going to be interested to hear your thoughts on this. The one thing with the pandemic that I have seen is people are actually kinder. People, I think, realize that we're all in this together. We're all at home. And so people are willing to say yes more. And so, it, so asking for me on my level has actually propelled this podcast and allowed us to get some pretty cool guests. So I'm interested to hear y'all's thoughts. Dan, you kick it off. You're kind of gridding. Yeah, no. So I, um, outside of Unicorn Finders, I have a, a Florida Gators podcast. And so I'm going to parlay this into to both of those. And then I want to kind of move on from there is like you said, Taylor, people are a lot nicer than you think. People are a lot more helpful than you think. And people are willing to share their story. They like to, you know, mm-hmm. there's a phrase that I use a lot, um, get their tires pumped, right? Like people like to be told, hey, like I want to hear from you because you're a thought leader. Right. And being a thought leader doesn't necessarily mean that you have, you know, a bazillion followers on LinkedIn or Twitter. It could mean, hey, you've done some really great things for the community and we want to share those or, or your thoughts have, you know, you have an interesting thought, an interesting way to think uh, about things. And so, you know, I, I think that what we found, um, you know, on this podcast and uh, on my other podcast is that a lot of people, like you said, Taylor, are just willing to help. If you let them know, hey, I think that you do something great or, hey, I really want to hear your story. And I I think I think to me, people love talking about themselves, not in like a a malicious way or like an egotistical way. I think people have really interesting thoughts and platforms like this allow for open dialogue and open discussion, which I think the pandemic has absolutely amplified, you know, our ability to have better discussions. Yeah. There's there's really two streams of power from from asking. One is from this question behind the question aspect about just getting to know individuals just better, right? So there's so many opportunities to ask something other than, hey, how's your week going? You know, that's a good lead. It's, you know, asking that other question. You only need four or five more levels of questioning to really know an individual more than most people probably know that person. And it's also just the right thing to do. But the other is just you. You know, you you don't have it because you don't ask for it. I will know that you need something if you're not asking for it, or know that you're interested in that promotion, or know that you're interested in. You know, it sounds dumb, but know that you're interested in a raise or need a raise or we're thinking about it. Right? There's so many opportunities for for um, advancing from a company perspective, from a career, and from a relationship perspective, just simply by being bold enough to put yourself out there to have rejection if they say no. I mean, that right. don't ask because they're afraid of being rejected. Like just, just yeah. right. And you have to be, you know, don't be a jerk about it and ask for everything. Hey, can I have your shoes? You know, something stupid, <laughs> like, but you never know. <laughs> I asked Taylor for his Yeezys and he said no. And I was like, well, we're not friends anymore. Podcast together. You know? But it was still, it's still worth asking, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that from that parlay to fear of rejection, how do you, how do you guys deal with overcoming if you did deal with it at any point but overcoming that rejection i feel a lot of people have that 
and that's from really asking for that next level. Yeah. Can you deal with that? Yeah, real quick, Clay goes, I'm a sales recruiter and very junior. I think the largest impact for me is really speaking like a normal person. I, I think yeah. that's incredibly <laughs> underrated. Uh, relating with candidates, people just want to talk with genuine people. Love learning. Thank you for the show. And he said, no one's going to give you more if you're comfortable not asking for more. I mean, Clay just bringing the straight heat this morning. Um, but yeah. Taylor, you mind if I, if I hit on that real quick? Please. Um, ahead, please. Because I think he makes a good point uh, in, in two different ways. And then kind of a tangential point here is I think that a lot of people are really, 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 really open to sharing their knowledge and sharing what they know, right? Like it's it's no secret that the three of us work in tech and it's also no secret that none of us have ever really put together a line of code in our life, right? So um, where, where we've all been successful, I think, is being open to asking people what we don't know and not being afraid to, to know what their question is, right? So I, I think the, the biggest thing that I've learned is that if you come from a, a spot of, Ignorance has such a bad like connotation to it. But if you come from a, hey, I don't know what I don't know. Could you explain this to me a little bit more? Um, could you share that in a different way with me is an incredibly intuitive way for you to engage in conversation because you're, you're admitting that you're coming from a place of vulnerability, which is what asking is. is you, I'm putting myself out there. So when Taylor asks somebody to come on the podcast or we ask somebody, or if you're asking for a raise or if you're asking for you know that last slice of pizza, right? Jake, you brought up that example in our chat before, was you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. And people, for the most part, if you come from a vulnerable position, um, not of weakness, but of, of strength, of vulnerability, that people are so much more likely to um, to be open to engage in dialogue. I love that. I love what you just said. <clears throat> not a weakness of vulnerability, but a strength of vulnerability. And I think that's I think that's huge. I, you know, I was talking to somebody <clears throat> the other day on the phone, and they're like, "Man, like, what do, what do I ask this person? Like, I don't know how to approach this person." And I go, "Hey, why don't you just say you have no idea what you're doing, and just yeah, tell them." Like literally, you don't have to act like you know what you're doing. Just say, hey, listen, so-and-so, I don't know what I'm doing. How, how, how would you do this? And I think, you know, coming from a sales background, like, oh, we have, like Clay posted, just coming from yourself, coming from a place of vulnerability, a sense of, I just don't know, Yeah. but I, but I want to learn, I think goes a very long way. Because I think people have problems with asking. Right. Well, it comes into that humility just in general, right? I mean, it's you have to humble yourself to, to be able to be vulnerable or admit what you don't know or ask for help or ask for that. You know, you have that combination of vulnerability and rejection and overcoming rejection, right? Because you have to be able, again, to overcome that fear of rejection, to be able to ask and to be vulnerable and to be humble, <laughs> yep. right? Once you're breaking free of like, having to be dependent on what other people think about you, you can have, you learn so much more, you grow so much more, you sell so much more because you end up having real conversations. You know, with yeah. yeah. So, TD, you were, you were going to talk about fear of rejection, I think a little bit before yeah. I interrupt. So my apologies. Yeah. So I, I want to go ahead and close on this because we're already at 15 minutes, right? And I want to keep this like, keep it quick, give, give the people what they want. So, so, so let's end on this, the fear of rejection. Yep. Right. Here's how I deal with free rejection. One, I'm in counseling for it. <laughs> if we want to get like really vulnerable here, I'm in counseling for your rejection because I have a fear of it. 
Um, I, I, I think I come at it because I get so insecure and I feel like if I'm rejected that I'm not enough or that I don't know enough. And I think a lot of people struggle with that and people aren't willing to admit that. And so how I have worked on it personally, if you don't want to spend money going to counseling for <laughs> me, I, I think it's, I think it's continuing to ask, continuing to be, just continue to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. I think, I think if you have problems, like if you're in sales and you're watching this, like Clay, if you're still watching this and you're struggling to call on the clients and ask for things, or you're on the job search and you feel weird starting to play those DMs, like keep doing it, keep being vulnerable, and you're finally going to get comfortable. So that's how I deal with the fear of rejection. Dan? Well, I don't know if I've ever gotten over the fear of rejection and I deal with it every day, right? There's always going to be a fear because we're inherently people that when we want things, we take them, right? Like that's what cavemen did. And that's what, like, that's how we've grown, right? Like we, we kind of want our way and there is always a fear of rejection, uh, you know, for me. And it, that's not something that I'll ever get over. But I think the most important thing is, is two things is one to know that being rejected isn't the end of anything, right? Um, it could be the end of a relationship. It could be the end of a job. It could be the end of, um, you know, somebody saying, no, I want that last slice of pizza. Right. But to, to know that rejection is a part of life and it's an okay part of life um, that that helps me cope a little bit better with the idea. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, if you come, like I said, with that strength of vulnerability of saying, Hey, I don't know what I don't know. Could you help me? Or, Hey, I have this podcast that has less listeners cumulatively than you average in one show. But I think that you have an unbelievable amount of knowledge and information. And I just want to open that up to somebody else that may not know who you are, but it's coming from the idea that I value you and I'm now asking something from you. And this is the, the value that you're going to then get out of it. Right. I love that. I love that. Jake, bring it home, man. And we'll close it out. Yeah, I mean, it all. I think depends on where you get your worth from, right? You know, if you're if you if you're viewing your worth in the individual that's right in front of you, you know, you can only give people as much control. They people only have as much control over you as you give them, right? So if like for my wife, my my wife, it, rejection from my wife is totally different than rejection from my friend, from a boss, from a stranger on the street, because I value her opinion more than anyone else's, right? And she knows that, and I trust that, and I, I want to hand that to her, right? But I'm not going to give that same level of access to my emotions or my um, my mind or my worth to just anybody, right? That knowing where you get your worth from and who has access to it will allow you to overcome that fear of rejection by really just putting that boundary up of knowing this is where this stops, and this is as far as I let this person go. It's, it doesn't go outside this meeting, or it doesn't go outside this question. You know, and being aware of how far you're letting people's words impact and have control over your life. I love that. That's so good. That's so good. All right, boys. That was it. Hey, what's up? Thank y'all for tuning. Uh, I, I, yeah, tune in tomorrow, nine thirty, nine, 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 nine a.m. Nine. With uh, Ryan Burgess. Um, also, Clay, seek discomfort. I love that. Fear of rejection beats you down, but thinking back. Um, to where I was when I started somewhat fueled. I, I love that so much. I love that. So um, Clay, thank you again. Um, so again, thank you all for tuning in. Dan, Jake, I'll see you boys tomorrow. 
Yeah. 9 a.m. Don't be late, Jake. <laughs> um, and uh, I appreciate y'all time. Everyone, thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Central. Ryan Burgess, engineering manager for Netflix. Y'all have a good one. Awesome.